Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening? Dude. Dude. Guys, we're talking sport trucks today, and me and Odd Rod have collaborated a list. A list, if you will. Of sport trucks through the years. The top ten. Fastest zero to 60 times. Sport trucks. These are talking about, these are factory vehicles, and we left off... On the Talking se- about the 78 through 79 Lil Red, Red Express. Express. Very cool truck, very cool truck. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. Break some facts on us. Some facts, of course. We've already talked about it. It has a 360 that has been modified from the factory. It's got all kinds of neat stuff, cool trinkets, oak accents, stepside bed, gold accents, massive uh, side pipes. Not it, massive, just two and a half inch, but yeah, it does have side pipes. Or actually has stacks, it doesn't have side pipes. Sorry, I was getting excited there. And, and it's red. And it is. they are red, but if it was a Warlock, it'd actually be a black. Still the golden two and a half inch yeah. side pipes. and All that good stuff. Oak bed and all that. But the thing that was really cool about these trucks is they were really the first tricked out sport truck from the factory. And Dodge found this loophole in 79. The EPA got smart and gave them the old smackdown, and that Holly carburetor went away. And they put a thermoquad on it. Do you know why they call uh, Chrysler carburetor? Chrysler's version of the four barrel is called a thermoquad. You know, like a Chevrolet or GM had quadrajets. Quadrajunks, yes. Which were made by Rochester. Um, the thermoquad was a good carburetor. But uh, when you would hit it, you could actually hear that thing sucking in. A thermoquad carburetor. But anyway, that's a little old school for you there. You All fuel right. injection kids. So the truck landed oh. landed number 10 on the spot with a 0-60 time of just under 7 seconds. Really? Really. Quarter mile time on 7 seconds would be 14.7 seconds at 93 miles an hour. Keep in mind, this is 1978. This is a pickup truck. That is impressive. That's 6,100 pounds. Cruising. Pretty good. That's moving on down the road pretty good. And keep in mind, the Corvette didn't have times like that in 1978. Yes. Uh, and, but I will tell you, though, and this is just a little side thing, not to get too far off the pickup trucks. Do you know what the best-selling year Corvette ever made? What's that? 1979. Really? And one of the slowest. <laughs> yes. They sold on style. All right. So... That was our number 10 truck. Coming in at number 9, this truck happens to be near and dear to my soul. It breaks my heart that is in the number 9 spot because I own one, but I am happy to see it make the top 10 list. And that would be your mid-2000 Silverado SS. Mine happens to be an 04. I call them the lackluster Silverado. I mean, they're cool. I mean, they're, they're all the monochrome thing. They came in, what, red, blue, silver, and black. Correct. All right, so here's the deal with these trucks. They were the spiritual successor of the early 90s, late 80s, 454 SS. And might I add, they did a better job with these trucks than they did with those. But still, I think they missed a mark on the Silverado SS because it's in the ninth spot, for one. And then they turn around and come out with a Trailblazer SS that just stomps it. Well, the Trailblazer SS is a lot smaller vehicle than a It's a lot size. smaller, but it also, instead of the, you know, the 6.0, it caught the 6.2, a true LS2 block. I mean... Well, this and, is the problem. And gained about 50 horsepower. Typical GM fashion. 
and and we'll back up a little bit to a truck that didn't make the list, the 454 SS. We're talking about the 1990 454 SS. This is the thing about that truck. All right, Chevrolet came out with it first. They threw the first punch on the sport truck right here in this realm of time. Came out with a 454 SS. Everybody got excited about it. This thing had 230 horsepower. Yep. It was virtually the same 454 engine you would get in a three-quarter ton pickup truck. Nothing different. Throttle body fuel injection. Weak as water. It had a turbo 400 automatic with a 410 gear in it. So basically the 410 was what made the truck exciting to had drive. Had any kind of jump. And this was a regular cab, short bed, pickup truck. It was a good looking came, truck. They only came in black in 1990. They were black, and they had that kind of that maroon, crushed velvet looking interior in it. Yep. And I mean, they were a cool truck for 1990, but totally lacked on power. Now, and what blows my mind, and we're going to cover this a little bit, is Ford knocked it out of the park with the Lightning, though, just yeah, a couple we'll, years later. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. But, interesting um, enough, the Silverado SS, the newer one, came with 348 horsepower out of the 6.0 and 380 foot-pounds of torque. Now, on your quarter-mile times, it lands at 14.8. That's right, a tenth of a second slower than the Dodge. So that's but, very interesting, but the 0 to 60 time with the 410 gears of course backing it up, it comes in at 6.3 seconds. That means 0 to 60, it's going to outrun that little Red Express, but the little Red Express is going to catch it before on the it hits top end. Yes. So, I mean, I mean they're still impressive trucks in their own right. They're subtle. I think that's the best way to describe them. Yeah, I mean, they don't stick out. And they're they they are they're absolutely fun to drive. I love mine. I daily drive mine. And it is an absolute blast to drive. It's just, again, it saddens me that it's number nine on this list. But, I mean, all in all, great truck. You can find them out there. Very clean, very affordable. So if you want to get a nice muscle truck, I highly recommend looking at them because you can do a lot with them with the LS platform. Moving on to number eight, a surprise at number eight, too, the Toyota Tacoma X-Runner. And so this is what blows my mind. And I'm a, and I'm a little biased. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a GM guy, and I like Fords and me, and I like I like Mopars, but a Toyota. Yeah, I know. When I think Toyota trucks, I mean like you know the Tundras and all that. I mean they're great looking trucks. I mean it blows my mind how big Tundras are like F250s now. Yeah, and I mean like you got Nissans with diesel engines in them and stuff. But when I think about I think about. Toyota Tacomas. Well, I, I remember Hilux trucks. Yeah, I remember the old Tacomas. You know, like. Uh, you know, mid '90s. You know, when mini trucking was strong, or, or you know, even or the Hilux before that. Yeah, or like the Nissans, the Z21s, and things like that. I mean, that's what I think of when I, I think of little trucks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, and, ta- the taco truck. Yeah. And, and now this is a high performance truck. You know, and it's still a smaller, smaller frame truck. You know, it'd still be what you call a mini truck, if you will. But yeah, in these things, you're right. The Tacoma has seen a thousand trim packages, but between 2004 and 13. Yoda got it right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a powerful truck. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, I mean, the X Runner can hit the zero to sixty time in six seconds flat. Moon, that is moving for a pickup truck. That is strolling. I mean, that is, you know, three uh, three tenths of a second quicker than the Silverado XS. So, I mean, you're talking about this little truck, and only does it with two hundred thirty six horsepower from a four point V six. That's all that's in that thing. Well, the other thing I think about, though, is lighter, too. You're shaving about 2,000 pounds off it, of course. But, I mean, this truck, I mean, it's just absolutely impressive. I mean, you see them all over the place if you, if you really stop and think about it. It's the, you know, the blue ones you see, that beautiful blue color with yeah, all the trim brilliant package. blue. Yep. Um, those are your X-Runners. That's crazy. Yep. 
I mean, it is an impressive little truck, but I'm like you, man. I remember back when Toyotas were just a, a little old full, four-cylinder truck. I remember my friend Dustin Rakestraw back in high school had one, had a black one. And, man, we cruised everywhere in this truck. I mean, we went everywhere. That truck finally gave up the ghost because you know something important, Rob? you got to change the oil in your trucks. Every once in a while. And, you know, Dustin missed that mark on that truck. I changed the oil in it every five years, need it or not. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what he did. We pulled the valve cover off, and there was a standing oil-shaped valve cover still there. Ooh. Yeah, so you know you did a good job on That's that. bad. But, yeah, man, I mean, Toyota X-Runners, awesome trucks. But I'm going to tell you what, if you want to buy a Toyota, those things still hold their value very well. Very well. Oh, yeah. All right, moving right along. Coming in at our number seven spot is the 2014 Ford F-150 Trimmer. Now, this is an interesting truck. A trimmer. Yeah, because this was a one-year-only truck. Um, and I remember these trucks. They're see, kind of I like actually the, don't. They're like the Raptor-style looking two-wheel drive thing. You know, it's got the EcoBoost V6. This is like, I'm really, it's just weird. I mean, it's twin turbo, and that's cool. And, and all that, but the name, Trimmer. <laughs> trimmer. <laughs> I mean, we'll just call it like the baby fart. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I mean, it just kills me. What I mean, who named a truck? We're going to call it the Trimmer. The Ford Trimmer. Won't you call it like the Ford Windy Day? The Ford Trimmer, actually. Yeah, so 2010 through 14, the Ford Raptor made a name for the F-150. And I mean, look at that name, the Raptor. I mean, oh, that's yeah. cool. And those trucks were cool when they came out. Those trucks were awesome. And then you got the Ford Marshmallow. <laughs> it ain't that bad. But, I mean, yeah, the, Raptor, pretty bad. the Raptor made a name for the F-150 and off-roading with a sporty 6.2 liter V8. And oddly enough, didn't make the cut for this list. Because it's last year, 2014, is when the trimmer stepped in and squashed it. But a lot lighter, a lot better suspension all the way around. Just a lot. I mean, it's a lot better truck other than the name. Yeah. And now that we're talking about good, we got to cut and go to commercial. <laughs> Kills me. Guys, I tell you what, stick around. We're talking sport trucks here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, blonde spiky dude? Kill me. All right, we're talking sport trucks today, and you know we're running through the list. You know, of course, we talked about the Little Red Express. We talked about the Silverado SS and that Toyota X Runner, the uh, Gypsy Spinner, or whatever it's called, and the Ford and the Ford Weeping Willow or Tremor, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, the 2014 Tremor. So of course they had the Raptor. Then it lasted 2010 to 14. The last years when they came out with this Tremor. I mean, it was like the Raptor. What do they call it? And now we got the Ford Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> With its reserved 3.5 liter twin turbo V6. It's the Ford Sparrow. Are you done? Game more? I think that's it. All right. But anyhow, with with a little twin turbo six cylinder, this truck could spring to life with a, an amazing 5.8 second zero to 60 time. Well, I want to tell you something. The EcoBoost is a proven platform. That oh, twin yeah. turbo V6, I mean, they make hellacious power these things and the hot rod guys have already gotten a hold of them and you can make killer power with these things now this is an interesting fact because if you flash back um to the last segment here and you remember us talking about the uh about the silverado ss that truck came with 348 horsepower flash forward this one just comes just a little bit more 365 horsepower just a little bit more, and those those numbers are pretty synonymous. They hang around that ballpark in a lot of these trucks. But I mean, 
that's all the trimmer needs to pass up its big bro, the Raptor. I mean, it does it with. Well, a, it's the power to weight ratio, also. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, the the trimmer comes in about a thousand pounds lighter, and also, you know, that twin turbo setup helps spooling up the power on the early end of things. Well, I mean, the V six engine. I mean, it makes good power when you throw two windmills on it. It's making a big difference. Absolutely, and I mean. You know, it, it it earned its right. It came in at the number uh, seven spot, and I, you know, well deserved. Five point eight seconds on zero sixty. That's moving in a pickup, that's a right. full size pickup of that. That's, that's, that's right. Uh, moving in uh, to our number six spot, the two. This one, this one caught me by surprise, actually. And I'm a GM fan. This one caught me by surprise. The 2015 Chevy 1500 High Country. And, you know, this is one that kind of snuck past me too, because the High Country. I'll be honest with you has the same engine in it that every Chevrolet truck has. Oh yeah. I mean, there I mean now, I don't know if it's programmed a little different, you know, if, if if it's you know freed up, you know, in the computer, but I mean, it's a 53V8 LS. Well, it it actually is freed up a good bit cuz it comes with 420 horsepower. Right. And 460 foot pounds of torque. Well, that's trucking along. And that's the thing that's the beauty of the LS platform. And some something else interesting about the uh about the high country uh selling point, if you will, is these things actually won an award for best interior in their class. So you got this classy, elegant pickup truck, because this is a high country. It's a Cadillac truck. And yeah, it actually is. And this thing will blast through the zero to sixty time at five point seven seconds. I mean, that time is absolutely respectable out of a 1500 Well, you got to think about it. I mean, this truck is not a performance-looking truck. This is a pawpaw truck. Yeah, this is like cruise around, go to town. I mean, you got your big chrome grill, you got your plush brown leather seats with white piping. I mean, you open the door, this thing, it looks like an ice cream sandwich inside. You know what's even more beautiful about this truck is it has 12,000 pounds of towing capacity. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing will haul your lunch and look good and do it quickly. And do it very quickly. I mean, this is an absolutely impressive truck. And, and like if I that's said, not fast enough for you, Callaway even has an option for the for the Silverados. Absolutely. I mean, so there you go. Yeah, you just send it over there to Callaway. And, Along with your checkbook. Oh, yeah. But a little side story. Do you know the Callaway Golf? Right. And the Callaway, you know, all the Corvettes and stuff, that's the same company. Yeah, yeah. That blowed my mind. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these companies make crossovers like that. I mean, I mean it's like... How do you go from golf balls to Corvettes? Yeah. I mean, really, if you think well, about I it. Well, I mean, you know, it's no different than you got, like, the Mitsubishi truck and the Mitsubishi TV and the Mitsubishi yeah, everything else. Yeah, but that's like divisions of, like, a big Jap- Japanese company. I mean, this is Callaway golf balls. Oh, yeah, and we make hot rod Corvettes, too. Out back. <laughs> it's probably how it works, too. I mean, really? Yeah, like, we make golf balls over here, but check out what we do out back. We it's got pretty some, cool. We got some Corvettes kicking. <laughs> we even fix a pickup truck or two. We, I mean, you'll see Steve Saline making basketballs. I mean, come on. <laughs> be cool if he did, brother, right? That would be kind of neat. <laughs> or a Jack Roush baseball. I don't know. I, th- I think if Steve Saline made a basketball, it'd come out kind of flat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was our number six truck, the 2015 Chevy 1500 High Country. Coming in at number five, another Ford on the list, the 2015 Ford F-150 3.5 liter EcoBoost. This thing's just a little bit different than our previous trimmer, but it's along that same lines. It's still an EcoBoost truck. It's actually a smaller EcoBoost, though. Well, I mean, the thing that's cool about the EcoBoost truck... Actually, like the I same said, size. My yeah, apologies. It's it is 35V6. Yep. The thing that's really cool about the EcoBoost, it was a terrific platform. Oh, it I is. I mean, it's it's their LS. 
more or less. You know the thing I love about Ford, and you won't hear me say I love much about a Ford, but this is the thing I absolutely love. You know, Chevrolet, Dodge comes out with something. Ford's like, oh, yeah, we can do the same thing or better with less. And we're going to make it out of aluminum. Yeah. I mean, this is actually, yeah, this is the first year. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make it out of Richard Rollins' old beer cans. <laughs> but, I mean, Ford's always done that. You know, they make the same power or more with less. You know, Chevrolet says, we're going to start putting 350s and everything. Dodge's like, well, that's cool. We're going to start putting 360s and everything. Ford's like, oh, yeah, we're going to stick 302s and everything. Well, they had the 351 also. They did, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. The, th- the 302 become their staple platform, the 50. I mean, well, it wasn't the Mustangs, but yeah. But I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so I what, understand that. Though. You know, and here they are doing it again. You got the high country here with the LS Power V8. But just, but, but I mean, in this, dis- that whole no replacement for displacement thing, that's a wise tale. You oh, put yeah. two turbos on a lawnmower, it's going to be fast. I agree wholeheartedly. So, I mean, you got 2015, Chevy comes out with this high country, LS-powered, it's fast, it looks good, and Ford says, you know what, we're going to stick a six-cylinder in ours, twin-turbo it, and uh, same year, we're going to do the same thing. Actually, we're going to do it a little bit faster because it's in our number five spot. And this is the first year of the aluminum trucks for Ford, and, you know, Chevrolet pulled from the old dirty handbook and caused a stir about these trucks being weak and all that, but in all actuality, they're pretty tough. Yes and no. There was a video running around of one of these trucks that actually hit a telephone pole guide wire, and it was totally fake. But it caused a big stink, and it got a lot of people turned on. The biggest weak point, in my opinion, on the Ford F-150 aluminum platform is, why would you make a truck bed out of aluminum? Oh, yeah. And and body repairs. Yeah, I mean, you can't... There's no... I mean, you got to use different fillers. You got to use different primers. You know, any kind of welding or anything like that, it has to be ticked together now. It's not... It's totally changed the game in body shops just because of these F-150s. Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely has. You're absolutely correct. But, I mean, with the aluminum platform, Ford was able to shave 700 pounds off the previous F-150s. And now this diet was huge, man, because not only because the 365 horsepower 3.5 liter, so it's up horsepower a little bit, produced the same 460 foot-pounds of torque as its V8 rival, the Chevy High Country, but it gave it the edge on the 0 to 60 times, and it came in at a whopping 5.6 seconds. I mean, that's impressive. Well, that's impressive for a car, and that's in a pickup truck. But, I mean, you got to think that's that power-to-weight ratio. That's right. All right, guys, we got to take some more commercial breaks. We got to pay some more bills. Maybe buy one of these aluminum Fords. Who knows? Oh, Lord. All right, guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Dude. i tell you what, we're talking sport trucks today here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We are. We're talking about sport trucks. And just to recap real quick, we'll start back at number 10. With our 78 through 79 Dodge Lure Express, number 9 coming in is the Silverado SS. Number 8 is the Toyota Tacoma X-Runner. Number 5 is the 2014 Ford F-150 Trimmer. Number 6 is the 2015 Chevy 1500 High Country. Number 5 is the 2015 Ford F-150 3.5 liter EcoBoost. Which brings us down to number 4. The Ford F-150 SVT Lightning. 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 I'm, that was cool, I guess. So, who this doesn't love these trimmer. trucks? They're, you know, who doesn't love these trucks? The, these trucks are known for power, style, and being in Fast and Furious. I mean, they're known for everything. 
In the first Fast and the Furious. The first one, yeah. yeah. The parts truck, for those who don't remember. That would probably outrun every car on the set, but you know. <laughs> You're probably actually right. I mean, with a name like Lightning being so popular in the first gens, Ford gave them another run, you know. And from a Chevy guy, thank you, because these trucks are awesome. Oh, yeah. The Lightning truck really took the sport truck ball and ran with it. Oh, yeah. These things packed an evil punch. I'll go ahead and give you the 0 to 60 time, because they came in at 5.2 seconds. Well, it's coming from That's that super, a supercharged V8 power. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this is what's cool about this truck. It would do that 0 to 60 in 5.2 seconds, but that was screaming on its way to the top speed of 147 miles an hour. And that was enough to earn these trucks a place in history as the world's fastest production truck, a title that it would later pass on, but it kept it for a while. I mean, these things were awesome. Oh, yeah, they're insane. I mean, they're great trucks. Like I said, they've come a long way over the years, but... The, the, you got to think about it. I mean, a supercharged, the styling, you know, the body kits on these trucks. I mean, they look great. You know, got that titanium wheel on them. It's a good-looking truck. And it also carried over that whole drivetrain into the Harley trucks. Exactly. So, what exactly made the Lightning strike here? I mean, these things were launched in 1999 as the second-generation Lightning. It promised the owners the abil- ability to own the world's fastest production truck for under $30,000. Well, you got to think about it. They started out. With a regular cab, short bed, pickup truck, step side, yep, pickup truck, and I mean, and they built from that platform. They had you know upgraded suspension, upgraded brakes, upgraded wheels and tires, upgraded interior. Oh, these things were awesome, man! So they started with a 5.4 liter V8 power plant, and like you said, they slammed that Eaton supercharger on there, which has proven to do so well for Ford over the years. Well, that bread box makes anything run. I mean, look at a 3800 V6, and then look at a 3800 V6 supercharged. Exactly. I mean, the truck ended up producing 380 horsepower at 450 foot-pounds of torque. And, you know, it had a hearty four-speed transmission backing it up. So not only was this truck fast, it was fun to drive. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing was absolutely impressive. And the engine was actually designed by Roush and the guys over at Ford Specialty Vehicles team. I mean, so you have the best of best working on this thing. Well, special vehicles team, you know, they really pull out all the stops when they go into something. You know, these are the same guys that are behind the Cobra and all your special edition Mustangs and things like that. And for those who haven't caught on to the analogy, special vehicle de- special vehicle team is just SVT. 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 Yeah. You, know, you see that little little one, those three letters on the back, you know it's got a little something. Exactly. I mean, it's like you said, they had upgraded parts such as forged rods, you know, lower compression pistons, and a forged crankshaft. So, I mean, these things were built quite like the Terminator. A Mustang, you know, with all these forged internals in it. So these trucks could really handle a punch being thrown well, out. Well, they got hot rodded naturally from the factory. I mean, they were going with smaller blower pulleys and, you know, upgraded parts and things like that. Next thing you know, you know, better exhaust, headers. And, I mean, they're pulling some serious numbers out of these trucks. Oh, absolutely. It's like you said earlier with the upgraded suspension. These things got a Bilstein shock set up. I mean, that's one of the best on the market, you know. And then the factory 3.73 gears in a Ford 9.75-inch rear end. So, I mean, a big Ford 9-inch rear end in this thing. Well, I mean, it's just good parts all the way around. And, I mean, like I said, they started out like that. Exactly. And, you know, what was impressive? Yeah, they claimed this is the world's fastest production truck. But in 2003, so four years after the beginning production of these trucks, Guinness Book of World Records actually documented the truck for being the world's fastest production truck. So it is a genuine truth that these trucks are the world's fastest production truck as of that time. That's very cool. So, I mean, these things are just 
awesome. And what's even cool, a little side note to that, is there was a third-gen Lightning concept that was unveiled using the 2005 platform, but unfortunately never seen production. Really? Yep. So. Well, we got to think about it. These trucks, they're meant, they're meant to haul tail, not stuff. Right. I mean, you know, like it has like a towing capacity of like 1,200 pounds. Yeah, they're not much on these for real, but I mean, just absolutely amazing. And like you said, they will absolutely haul. I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, they're a fun hot rod truck, but I mean, that's all it's good for. It's exactly. a play truck. And it's like you said, and I've actually got to drive one of my friends has a Harley Davidson Edition truck, and it's the same concept, but you could get an extended cab or, or a, crew a crew cab. cab. Um, but I've actually got to drive one of these trucks, and to hear that eat and whistle and scream at you. It's oh, just yeah. absolutely funny. Those it, trucks will turn on. It begs you to scream, to hit the throttle even it harder. It begs you to scream? Yeah, it does that too. But, I mean, it, just, it it begs you to hit that throttle even harder just to hear it whine. I mean, it really does. But, you know, I think this is a good time. Um, we're going to step off from this list. We're at, the, we're at our number uh, four spot here. But I think we need to step back in time and talk about a truck that didn't make the list. And um, I think this is one of your favorite trucks. Probably one of my favorite trucks of all time was that first generation Lightning. Yeah, the year was 1993. The truck, an unsuspected Ford F-150, and these were the first gen. I think I like them so good because it was this was like the last year of what a real truck looked like for Ford. You know, I agree with you. It's just a classic look. It really is. It really is. Now, now don't get me wrong. The newer, the newer body style that you see the new Lightnings in, they look good. Yeah, but I mean, this was just this a right here, good looking body style pickup. It, it's kind of like the OBS Silverados. Exactly. I mean, it's just going to be near and dear to your heart no matter what. And, and these these trucks here, they're designed, again, head-to-head uh, head head with a couple of well-known GM trucks. They were designed to go against the 454 SS, which that wasn't a problem. At all. But they were also designed to go against the GMC Cyclone, and I think they bit off a little bit more than they could chew on well, that one. Well, this is the only problem with that. They went with just V8 power. No power adder whatsoever. Naturally aspirated 351 roller engine. They're actually still in some, still in some plays from the Mustang GT playbook. You know, you got that 351 roller motor. They actually came with factory headers on them, 17-inch titanium wheels, Goodyear tires, 14 gears in these trucks, bucket seats, console, very, very neat truck, monochromatic trim package, and they basically started out with an XLT short bed pickup, and like I said, did all these touches, tubular rear bumpers, no towing capacity whatsoever, Right. but, and they're actually a little lower than a regular F-150 also. Well, you know, the, uh, the old blue oval engineers, they wanted to broaden the image for the F-150 and potentially open the market to buyers and offer them a more sporty concept. Now, I think they nailed it. And that's th- a GT40 style intake also. You're exactly right. And, you know, these trucks came in at 240 horsepower. And as you said earlier, the 454 SS only packed 230 horsepower. So it beat it out by 10 horsepower and was able to take it, you know, for the win. I mean, cool truck. Unfortunately, not fast enough to make our list, but worthy of a mention. Absolutely. Definitely worthy of a mention. Very good trucks. And I'm going to tell you something. These trucks are becoming extremely collectible because they're getting miled out and you don't see them anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, only 11,563 were ever produced. They only made them in red, black, and white. Exactly. So, I mean, there's not many many of these. It's a little higher production number, but not many of these trucks were made. Well, they're getting used up. I mean, they're getting a little age on them now. Exactly. I think you got to think about these trucks. I mean, now you can put collector car insurance on these trucks. And uh, actually, there's a buddy of mine who lives here in Greenville. He's got four of them. I mean, he's like the lightning keeper. <laughs> All right, guys, that's enough of the lightnings. I mean, you know, I think it's an awesome truck. You know, and, and the second gen came at our number four spot, but we got to step over to number three, and this is just the truck we were talking about, the GMC Cyclone. Now, what's all these weather references? 
What's going to be next? The hailstorm? <laughs> but yeah, the, the GMC Cyclone. I want to tell you something. In the early 90s. 91 to be exact. Exactly. Yep. The This whole V6 or V6 turbocharged stuff was huge. And supercharged stuff they were doing. Well, I mean, GM was. I, I, think it, I think it spawns from the late 80s when you get your GTXs. Uh, GNXs, sorry. GNXs. GNXs, you know, with the six-cylinder with the turbo on those. Well, you had your 3800, and you also had in the GTA Trans Ams. Exactly. Those so are I, rare cars. I think that spawns from that, and I think they just wanted to push the envelope with the six-cylinder and, you know, throwing power adders at them, and, and it paid off for GM. It really well, did. Well the, well, the GMC Cyclone, it was a really good-looking truck. You know, it got some really neat trim package added. It was a good-looking truck, but this thing also hauled. Oh, absolutely. And very unexpected. You know, it was a good-looking truck. It had, you know, the monotone look to it. But in real reality, just looking at it, it kind of looked just like a commuter truck. There was nothing really eye-popping it about it. had a directional wheel on it that stuck out. Yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the directional Literally, wheel, they stuck out all the way around. But <laughs> The but directional had, real, wheel did kind of give indication that something was going on here. Something was afoot, if you will. But, I mean, all in all, these were, you know, pretty... You know, obscure trucks. I mean, they were, you know. And there wasn't many of them around. No, no. Which they only made like just over 2,000, uh, or right at 3,000 of these, actually. Two, uh, 2,995 to be exact. And I mean, just packed a wicked punch. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, these things were lethal. I oh, mean, yeah. You talk about eating five liter Mustangs alive. You got to keep in mind it's 1990. I yep. tell you something else you got to keep in mind. We got some commercials. <laughs> right on a roll, and we, right. we go get a break for them. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We're talking sport trucks, Odd Rod. Yes, sir, we are, and we left off with the GMC Cyclone. Now, this little truck packed a crippling punch with a 4.3 liter with a little help from a turbo. You know, so besides this little Mitsubishi turbo, what else did the uh, Cyclone have up its sleeve? I, You know, I thought you'd never ask, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You weren't catching on, so thank you for asking me. So, it got a Garrett intercooler underneath. Um, it got special pistons, main caps, head gaskets, intake, fuel system, exhaust manifolds, and a 48-millimeter twin-bore throttle body it borrowed from the 5.7-liter GM small block. Man. So, a little bit of upgrades. You know, a Barg Warner all-wheel drive transfer case that delivered 35% of the torque to the front and 65% of the torque to the rear. Hence why the wheel stuck out a little bit. Exactly. Um, the Cyclone also received an upgraded suspension. The truck packed a respectable 280 horsepower, and the 060 times averaged around the five-second flat mark, allowing it to keep pace with both the Ferrari and the Lamborghini of its time. So this was a absolutely, absolutely and amazing truck. at the end truck. of the day, you're doing this in a S10 pickup truck. Absolutely. I mean, I love it. This is awesome. So moving right along, that was our number three spot. Stepping in the number two spot, a truck that's always had a place in my heart just because I love these things, the Dodge Ram SRT10. Now, someone had to uh, dethrone the Ford Lightning, and the 2004 SRT10 did just that. This truck is why I have a love-hate relationship with Dodge. They took a monstrous 500-horsepower V10 uh, from their supercar, a.k.a. the Viper, and shoehorn this thing into a pickup truck. 488 cubic inches, and actually you could get it with an automatic or a six-speed transmission. Absolutely. Now, this is why I hate Dodge, because now if your, four, or, I'm sorry, if your Dodge pickup truck breaks down, guess what? You're paying Viper prices. Oh, yeah. I mean... So this is where my love-hate relationship with Dodge on this one well, comes in. Well, I mean, you got that exotic power plant in there. 
I yep. mean, it's just, I mean, it's a wild ride, but it's totally different from anything else. Absolutely. And what's really cool about this is it actually to explain that they shoehorned this motor in here. If you ever look down the center of one of these trucks with the hood open, the engine actually is offset to the passenger side of the truck. That's so you have clearance for your clutch pedal on the driver's side because it's so massive. Oh, it's insane. I mean, this thing, they're mind blowing. You know, our, our friend Cash has got one. You know, it, they're awesome trucks. But my God, at the cost! I mean, he just did a rebuild on his, and, and, and the expense of these things are oh, they're pricey. through the roof. You just don't go to O'Reilly's and get Viper parts. No. So this was Dodge answers back to the Ford Lightning, and let me say the reply was as loud as possible on this oh, one. Yeah. I mean, they really hit the mark on this truck. You know. So what does it take to turn your regular old fifteen hundred Dodge pickup into a Viper? <laughs> a lot. Well, first of all, as mentioned, it takes that V10, 8.3 liter, uh, 500 horsepower monster of a motor. Next, you're going to need a Tremec six-speed transmission because, you know, why? Because. Because yeah. race truck. That's why. Well, that's cool because it's actually got a manual transmission in it. Yep. Makes it fun to drive. Now, this truck will help you reach top speeds of 154 miles an hour in a pickup truck. You also need to know the location of every gas station to feed this staggering nine-mile-to-the-gallon gasaholic. You're never going to miss a gas station on this thing. I'll tell you what, I think I'll pass everything but a gas station and a kidney stone. <laughs> Absolutely. Adding an additional fifth shock to the rear will help wheel hop. That's crazy. That is insane. And all this will help you go 0-60 to 60 in a shattering 4.9 seconds. That's, that's, that's earth-shattering. That's, that's crazy fast. Yes, sir. And that's why that truck lands there at number two spot and has dethroned the uh, Ford SVT Lightning for quite some time. But there is one more truck. I am on the edge of my seat. And this one has dethroned everybody, and I'm sad to say it. Coming in at number one and a major shock to everybody in this room, the Toyota Tundra TRD Supercharged. Yeah. What? Crickets. I know. What? We're talking about the full-size Toyota Tundra. The full-size truck. The end-all, be-all. Now, this one's not a normal one you see driving down the road. This ain't no crew cab. I hate to have a daddy moment right now, but if I seen somebody pull up in a Tundra, be like, that's cute. Yeah. All right, so the year did they, was... Did they run out of Chevys? <laughs> exactly. The year was 2008. Tundra is sitting on the throne and yet it remained under fire. Motor Trend reported that the TRD could do the 0 to 60 time in a mind-bending 4.4 seconds. And this is with that 4.7 V8, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, this is with a 5.7 liter. Oh, the 5.7 V8. The 5.7. But 4.4 seconds. Now, some people have called this number into question, but no one's been able to refute it yet. So it still stands, 4.4 seconds, according to Motor Trend. That's impressive of a full-size pickup truck. I'd have to see it. I'm with you, but you know what? I can't prove it, so I have to go with it. Now, let me express the gravity of this. A full-size pickup is is not being outrun by Ferraris, Aston Martins, or other supercars. This thing is outrunning them. That's insane. I mean, this is a quick-moving truck. 504 horsepower. 550 foot-pounds of torque. And from, you can put a 4 by 8 sheet of plywood in the back of it. Oh, heck yeah. You can, you can, you know, haul a payload in the back if you want to. I mean, and all this is coming from a 5.7 liter V8 motor. Now, there has to be more. 
well, you know, well, of course. Of course. The TRD reserve, <laughs> received a root-style blower, dual exhaust, big brake kit that came with 16-inch cross-drilled rotors, six-piston calipers. 16-inch. 16-inch. Let me explain that to you. 16 inches. That's massive. That is unreal. Six-piston caliper brakes. Tune suspension, lowering the truck two inches up front and two and a half inches in the rear. And Paul's 22-inch TRD wheels would give it a mean stance and aggressive handling. I mean, how do you say lightning in Japan? I have no idea. I'm still just like, Toyota. I, I think pretty much Toyota said, you've been tundra struck. Yeah, really. I mean, this thing is absolutely... <laughs> they should have called that thing Godzilla. Exactly. Um, well, you know, it outrun everybody. No one's running from it. They're That's running right. to it. This truck is just impressive. A truck that I would absolutely overlook any day of the week. Same here. I mean, I think actually Rutledge Wood owns one of these. The one we've seen at SEMA. That explains it. Exactly. Yeah. I would overlook this truck on any day of the week, and yet it's out there eating Ferrari's lunches. That blows my mind. And that's why it sits in the number one spot. But since we have a little extra time, I'm going to give a little bonus round here. Did you know? that the Dodge SRT-10 was not the first truck to receive a Viper motor in it. Really? Very true. The year was 1996. The location was the Chicago Auto Show. Dodge introduced a concept Ram with a Gen 2 Viper motor. The Dodge Ram BTS was painted bonsai blue with dual white skunk stripes going down it, and it packed an 8.0488 cubic inch Viper V10 six-speed Barg Warner Trans, 17-inch Viper GTS wheels, but unfortunately never seen production. I'll tell you what, I mean, that was a good-looking truck. I actually remember seeing that. I think that was even a pace truck, maybe? I can't remember if it's a pace truck, truck, but I knew they made a model car of it. Yeah, I mean, it's very neat. And I mean, I remember it's got the GTS wheels on it, the whole shooting match. And that was basically like the test mule. Yeah. To get everybody excited. Let me tell you something. I think Dodge had the, in their mind that they were going oh, to... Oh, they were going to make it. Yeah, they were going to make they it. They were just I, waiting for the time to drop it. Exactly. So, I mean, it took several years. Well, you got to think about it. That was kind of near a body style change. You know what I mean? They wanted to, They didn't want to put this motor in an old body style truck, so they kind of held back a little bit and waited for the new body style. I think that was, what, O2? It's somewhere in there, yeah. yeah so, so, and then they came out with, you know, of course, the SRT. Exactly. And, you know, Dodge had many different options. Of course, they had the Daytona, which I still love those things. We're talking about the Rumblebees. Yep, the the Rumblebees. They're yellow with the black stripe or black with the yellow stripe. I mean, these trucks are awesome, you know. And a lot of people don't know this. I actually had a 94 Dodge Ram. And in 94 is when uh, Dodge bought into Lamborghini or Chrysler bought into Lamborghini. So, actually, Ram received some Lamborghini suspension components. I think, really, they just... BS that. But the 94 Dodge Ram was one of the best handling Rams you could get your hands on at the time. It's all that Lambo stuff. Yeah. Did your doors, did, it, did you have butterfly doors? No, I'm sure by Lamborghini suspension parts, they meant like it got a bushing or something like that. I think it was just an upsell, really, is all it was. But, you know, 94 was the, the time when it set apart the Ram from everybody else. Well, that was a great body style change. Like I said, that, <clears> that, that truck stayed the same from 70 or 71 to 1993. Exactly. And what is going to stay the same is the next time you hear from us right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. That's right, guys. Same Hot Rod time. Same Hot Rod station. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.